0: a Dadsnet original podcast.
1: Welcome to this Merlin Entertainment podcast. My name's Al, I'm the founder of Dad's Net, and Merlin has asked us to make this special series to celebrate International Men's Day. I'm going to be speaking to men who work for Merlin across the globe and discussing with them their journeys, their influences, and just what makes these great men tick. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to Graham Johnson, Merlin's group talent, learning and performance director. Graham is dad to three amazing boys, which means he really does have his hands full. So for this International Men's Day, let's dive into what it's like raising three young men. So uh, we we were just touching on it. So let's just start off there. Obviously, you are fairly well immersed in the world of Merlin Entertainment. So, where what's your favourite place? Your favourite attraction to visit? If you could go to anywhere in one of them across the world, where would you yeah. choose to go?
0: Oh wow! Well, I've been really lucky in this first nine months at Merlin to have visited quite a few. Um, I'd say Legoland California is pretty special. So that would be my
1: favourite. Amazing. What what is it about that? I mean, obviously the weather's help helps, right? Yeah, but, the weather,
0: the size and scale of
1: it. They've got different coasters to the one to the
0: Legoland park in Windsor. It just feels newer and fresher, and I think the sunshine helps. But yeah, and also, you know what? I think the vibe and the entertainment and the enthusiasm of the staff. And it's where I probably had the best experience
1: nice and your kids haven't been though have they so no no i did tell them about
0: it i did bring them back some gifts but no they didn't go they go to lagland windsor regularly and they love it and yeah. they tell their friends about it um but no they haven't been to california
1: yet, one day anyway. one yes. day you can dangle the carrot good behavior and we go. yeah um so talking it. about the kids like obviously you know let's dive into kind of um you uh your role at merlin and then tell yeah. us about your family like how how that all made up
0: yeah, 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 sure. So uh, I'm director of talent learning and performance uh, at Merlin. So work across the business, looking at how are we attracting and bringing in new people? What are we doing with the talent that we have? And then developing our leaders to make sure we've got good succession uh, to help create a sustainable business. So that's my role. Uh Three boys, uh, all under eight. Uh, so Jay, Zach, and Arlo, eight, five, and three. Uh, and yeah, it's chaos in our house, but I love it. Um I thrive and I don't think there's such a thing as work-life balance actually
1: <laughs> despite
0: what it says in textbooks and I don't I certainly don't look for it so we thrive on the chaos in our house
1: yeah I think sometimes it keeps you going doesn't it it's
0: yeah and I'm not looking for balance actually um mm-hmm. I, I which might sound a bit crazy um but I'm kind of one of these people is just all in on everything um so I'm present in the moment with the kids and then I'm present at work and um yeah, I, I'm not looking
1: for balance. I I like that. Let, okay, I wasn't planning to go here this early on, but let's dive into that because okay. that's been a really interesting take on people's approach to life. You know, people talk about how making sure you've got a balance, but you're absolutely right. You know, if you're if you're with your kids on a Saturday or yeah. taking them to the sports fixtures or a kids' party yeah. or having breakfast, but your phone is also pinging and you've got a work yeah. email... Like yeah. you're never, you're not quite present in either si- either of those situations, are you? Well,
0: I think it's a question of choice, isn't it? I mean, I, I'm pretty ruthless with um, what I put my time and attention on and I'll, I'll get criticized. I mean, my wife jokes that wh- whether I'm paying attention or not, my, my thing is I'm fully immersed in what I'm doing. And, and if that's with the kids, that's with the kids. If it's on a work thing then I'll, I'll tell people that it's on a work thing and um, so I, I don't, I, I'm not one of these people who can just sort of be half in on a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone's got my full attention, they've got my full attention. So, And that's, yeah. and I, I just don't know, I've never experienced what balance is that everyone talks about. So um, I, I just
1: um, try and embrace the fact that I just I get fully involved in what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I would say that that is a, a good approach um, as someone who, Aspires to living like, <clears throat> like you've just described, but not quite getting there all the time, um, yeah. because I think there's a you know there's parent guilt, right? That's a big, yeah. you know, and I think for for, for men, you know, International Men's Day, I think for men, um, you know, we can, you know, stereotypically, or perhaps you know, in in uh, the majority of households, dads and men are working a, a, an awful lot. And I think the pressure of work is increasing as life goes on. It feels like everyone's busy. Everyone's got deadlines. Everyone's trying to do loads of new things. And, you know, there's that pressure. And so it's diluting every other aspect. So if you can compartmentalize when you're with your kids, there's no work because you're fully immersed in being dad, then that's going to really help with parent guilt or dad guilt, right? Yeah. 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 Although, you know, what I describe is what
0: I, what I try and do, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's perfect. I don't achieve it all oh, the time. I and thought we moment. were in
1: the jet.
0: but I thought. Oh, no, not at all. That's, I mean, that's my personality trait though. I think that I kind of crave to be all in on everything, but there's definitely moments where it, it falls apart and it's just typical. Like, I mean, even yesterday on the school run, where I'm like, I've got an opportunity to do the school run. I can get back and do a call at nine o'clock and um, that's fine. But then if the school run goes badly, so my three-year-old has a meltdown and starts screaming and crying, doesn't want to go in, wants his mum, then I need to make a phone call to mom mum. She has to run around and get him. I'm totally disrupted for my nine o'clock. I'm stressed out. Um, so, yeah, it
1: doesn't always work perfectly. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's the plan anyway. That is, that's the joy of of kids that you yes. can you can lay the very best plans, yeah. and within seconds they've gone out the window. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so you, you know International Men's Day, and it, there's a big focus on kind of boys and men. You are raising yeah. three boys, so yeah. My question, my question around that is it's tough you you're you know we're living you know as as adults and as men and as dads we are living in the world today where there is so many added i mean i call them dangers. let's not be around the bush there's so many yeah. added dangers that are out there in the world today that i didn't have yeah. when i was growing up 20 years ago or 25 30 years yeah. ago yeah. they just weren't there so how are you protecting or raising your boys to be ready for what they are going to be growing up in?
0: Yeah, well, it's a great question. I think I just try and pay really close attention to what they're doing. I mean, the social media and, and access to mobile phones and internet content, that's probably the big thing. I mean, my eldest, who's eight, asked he's asking me at the moment when he can get a mobile phone. And he asked me how old I was when I got one. And I was like, I was 17. Which is when yeah. mobile phones first came out. He's like, oh, all right, so you wait, wait until I am 17. Uh, but the, the serious, like underlying question is: He's on Roblox. His his friends are messaging him on that. They're exchanging like Roblox IDs. So that what I don't do is um, sort of stop him from accessing stuff, but just pay attention to who he's talking to, what he's talking about. There's been moments where he gets upset, and I'll make sure we we'll talk about it um, to try and spot and, and not not stop him from doing it. Um, just sort of see what he's doing. And the hard thing with having an eight-year-old and a three-year-old, which is a huge contrast in years, is the three-year-old sees what the eight-year-old's doing. And he's getting access to tablets and YouTube and all that I think that's definitely something that I never had. And probably like related to that, um I mean I grew up in a sort of I was from the Northeast. Um quite a um I don't know a tough environment to grow up in where men don't really talk about their feelings you know it's like seen as a men don't cry um you've got to be sort of hard as nails it's that type of mentality um and i'm trying which which is shapes who i am but i'm I'm trying to make sure that my boys talk a bit more openly about their feelings and if there's something that's upsetting them like really spend time to dig into what it is Um, yeah because i find you know there's moments where particularly you know my my middle child who's gets beaten up by the other two he's he's quite quiet and quite you know if there's something going on for him emotionally you need to really tease it out of him because he won't just bring it up um so yeah there's a couple couple of challenges there that i'll I'll try and work on
1: i think that's hard because you know i don't know how old you are but we look i feel like we might be 41 (laughs) how old 41 Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a little bit younger, but I'm, I'm mid thirties, but, yeah. but I, I was the same. I was brought up with that whole notion of men don't cry. And yeah. it's, you're, that's your emotional, emotionally is not really a, a thing that you should be worrying about. That was just how yeah. I grew up. And, you know, my dad and, uh, you know, I love my dad's pieces, but he, I never saw him crying or yeah. talking yeah. about how he was particularly feeling unless it, hurt himself um yeah. and-, I'm the same, and i remember
0: specifically like there's a couple of moments in life where i remember that he did cry that's a big thing like i remember it now
1: because it was a rare thing yeah. yeah because so but then like you know you a lot of your kids will learn because they see your behavior they and they model yeah. their behavior on what they see yeah. and so i sometimes have to check myself and think well I, I mean i don't i don't cry. i can't remember really when i cried and, yeah. and that's not because i'm not proud of that that's just the way yeah. i am but then I'm thinking, how do I break the way I am to really model it and, like yeah. you're saying, tease it out of my my kids? Um, how can I how can I do that? It's it's tough. Yeah,
0: it is. It is definitely. Yeah, I think I deliberately um, ask them questions. So I'm um, really really into what they're up to, what they're doing, how their day's been, what went well, what didn't try and get into the tough stuff and have the conversations that I didn't have with my parents. I mean, I learned about life through my brother who was older. Um, and it was just, you know, um, a bit awkward talking to my parents about feelings and emotions and things like that. So I, I try and do the, the opposite with the boys.
1: Yeah. I still find it hard now. I was like, are you all right? Are you uh, alright?" My mom and dad, by
0: the way, I love them a bits and they were brilliant. They taught me so much. And, um, it's just there's certain things that you kind of think you've got to adapt and be slightly different as a parent these days. Um, and I say it with my brother, and he's got—he's trying to bring up two girls who are teenagers now, and he's sort of a few years ahead of me in some of the challenges and conversations he has. I'm I'm preparing to be you know, doing that with the boys in a few years. So.
1: Yeah. I that yeah, I don't know, there's a, probably a contrast there in raising girls and raising boys. It's it's yeah. they, some some people will say one's easier than the other. That's absolute nonsense. They're both yeah. bloody hard work. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um I think it's very evident that your boys are your world. Like just I've spent what, twenty minutes talking to you, and that's really evident. And I think what's nice is that I, you know, being from dad's Net, we obviously come across a lot of dads. I, I'm seeing that a lot more. Um, like you said, I can't imagine my dad going to work. He was a civil engineer. I can't imagine him going to the building site and talking about me like I yeah. talk about my kids. Like, I just can't see him doing that. Not because he didn't want yeah. to, just a different environment, different culture, different society. Yeah. But we're seeing it more and more how kind of the kids are everything for dads. And we interview a lot of people and some quite high profile people. And what's really interesting is that they always love being interviewed by us because we get them talking about their kids. And, you know, when they, you know, Joe Wicks, for example, he's always talked, he's always asked about his, um, his fitness and what his new books. And when we say, what's like being a dad? And all of a sudden he's like a different person. It's that kind of vibe, but it's very evident that you are like, your kids are everything how do you weave that into your work like like i you've got a very kind of kid-friendly job in or company yes. you work for a very friendly company so how do you bring yeah. them in you know how to get them involved
0: yeah i mean there's a few ways i mean they are essentially like our target audience from netherlands so i'll talk to them regularly about what, what i'm doing there's typically days through the week where i'll be at one of our parks and i'll generally tell the guys what, what I'm doing, why I'm there, and ask their opinion on things. And they, they play games a lot. They're really into the gaming. And they discovered um a theme park tycoon on Roblox. So they've come oh, yeah. across some of our brands and they're running around our theme parks and giving given me ideas to feedback to like the marketing team. I even spoke to our chief operating officer about the fact like, do we know that there's a there's a there's a game online that using our brand and we people running around theme parks. Um they also helped recently with giving their opinions on what we should do in terms of theming in the parks. Um, and I did, I mean, it helps cause they're super fascinated about what I do. They go and tell their friends about it and particularly Jay. I mean, he's got, um, he's in a class where one of his best friends is a Lego nut. Um, so he's constantly telling him about oh, dad was, dad was at Legoland today. And, um, I'll provide things like, uh, Lego sets for the, um, for the Christmas raffle or um, Merlin passes for, so I can, I can give them access to a few things um, so I'm kind of cool dad and they're interested and I think that that really helps and then I can talk to them about some of the problems I've got at work and some of the challenges the things that I actually used to bond with my dad over what he was doing at work um, I do the same with my kids except it's kind of a bit more fun What did your dad do? He worked in uh, financial services so in banking uh,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah. Not, a little bit. Different.
0: But <laughs> yeah, no, it fun. is.
1: It's, it's, yeah, with this, say I think that's a really nice thing if you can have a conversation with your child about what you're doing day to day because there's also that. Like, so, I think some kids go into school and oh, what does your dad do? And they kind of look at you and they go, no idea. Yeah, they make it up. They don't really know. Yeah, I, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess something. But <laughs> um, it's okay. So. I think that one thing that we want to touch on for International Men's Day is mental health, which is a huge topic of everyone's conversations nowadays. Especially for yes. companies, um, they want to look after their workers and, and everything else. So, and and also for parents, you know, it, when, like you say, you've got a busy work life, you know, very demanding. It's 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 hectic, and and you're thriving, but then you go home and you've got three boys who are climbing the walls and doing everything yes. else. How do you look after Graham? Like, what do you do for your mental health? Yeah,
0: it's a great question. I think uh, there's a few things that are in my routine through the week that I really protect. So um, going back to the earlier conversation, I was like ruthless about time, really fully immersed in what I do. There's, There's football practice on a Thursday night where I can finish work and get to pick Jay up, watch the last 10 minutes of his game. Um, and I'll be fully into that and then have a chat in the car, conversation with him on the way back. It helps me switch off from a busy day, busy week, but get really into what, what he's been doing and his love of football, which we share. Um, there's the swimming practice on a Friday night. So it's not too rock and roll in our house on a Friday night uh, with three <laughs> boys. What I do is take um, Zach and Jay to their swimming class at six o'clock, and they're there—they're at the pool for an hour, and I'm sat in um, in the leisure centre in a sort of auditorium and just sitting watching them swim, watching them learn, Um, and that's just good switch-off time for me. I'll—I'll generally, I mean, I can be there sort of replaying stuff in my head about work, um, making a few notes of stuff to think about for next week, and I, I can kind of switch off, decompress, but also watch what they're doing and um, spend a bit of time bonding with them. And then something that's just for me is sport. So huge sports fan. I run uh, once or twice a week. Um, and I also just get my release from from chatting to friends, watching sports, um, hanging out with my brother. And we're, we're quite into sports together. we we'll watch the F1. Uh, we've got rugby matches together. So that's my switch off time. Um, so try, try and uh, make sure I do at least one thing around sport during the week that's just for me.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah i i mean i think they're all really great things but i think that the key word that you said there was protect yeah and each of those things are great in their own right and they work for you but then the most important thing for anyone listening i think is protecting that time and it's almost you know put it in the diary and then yeah. when you when people are scheduling things in your diaries or when you're trying to yeah. put something in you know it's already there you know it's there I play football once a week on on Tuesday yeah. nights and it's at nine o'clock till 10 o'clock, which is quite late. Um, yeah. By then I'm usually kind of wiped out. I'm ready to fall asleep in front of Netflix or something, but I make myself go and do it because if I don't have that hour where I'm running, I'm physical, which is good for me anyway, you yeah. know, you can't think about anything else when you're playing football or like you say, when you're, when you're running or when you're watching a game, or whatever. And it's it is about protecting that. She's like, "Oh, you're really knackered, but just don't go." And I'm like, "No, yeah, I need to yeah. go." She's like, if "It's a chore, Al. Don't do it." I'm like, "No, it's not a chore. I'm protecting, I need to go." You know, but protecting yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
0: the key, isn't it? Protecting time. Yeah, as a Tuesday, I'm playing football tonight. We do a Tuesday night, and it's dad's. It's dad's from one of the schools, so we all get our release from uh, playing some average football on a Tuesday night. So. Yeah.
1: Well, I like to think I'm am I'm, I'm a I'm a good good amateur. <laughs> Um, the other thing I just this is a funny story that I I don't know whether it's useful or not but it's mildly amusing Um, we I ended up long story I won't go into that but I ended up getting a season ticket for Arsenal this year okay and and they they, offered who do you support Liverpool oh yeah it was a good year I've lucked out with the year um, but I, they offered me one season ticket, and I was on, the guy was like, "I'd like two, please." I said, "No, you can only have one." And I was thinking, "I'm, there's, I'm never going to get a pass to go to the football that regularly on my own." Can you just get? Can, there, can I get my junior gunner? Can I, I like upgrade my my sons? And they were like, oh yeah, yeah. There's room in that. We can do that. That's no problem. So basically, what I've done is I've looped in parenting with all with like me time, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that now works perfectly because I can parent whilst having a beer at the football. It's brilliant. Brilliant.
0: Love it. Love it. So I yeah advise you. Yeah. Yeah, and I was with a, I was with a friend, we went to Twickenham on um, Sunday, we sat down and had a curry at midday before the game kicked off, and we spent a good hour and a half, and we just started telling each other stories about sports, sporting moments we remember, and actually yeah. we were talking about how it's an emotional release for us, and for like, I think our generation of, you know, early 40s, we connected with our dads, my granddad used to give me the sports newspaper, and we just used to talk about sport all the time, so we we found ourselves kind of sitting there reminiscing about sporting moments and probably getting really emotional with each other about sport. Um so that's something that I definitely had in common with my friends. Yes. Yeah. So For the fact you've got is, that with your son, I think that'll be a special thing.
1: Uh, it's, it's really magical. You know, I'm very I every every game I'm just like consciously acknowledging how how lucky I am because it is that emotional release. Like he sees me. When like most of the time I'm pretty like placid when he sees, yeah. you know, goal or whatever, it's, it's that emotion. And he sees that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. You know, we have that together. It's really, it is a really special moment. And Gen you know, passion. sports is something that can bring parents and their kids. It gives you that common ground. It, it can bring, what well, brings people together, but families, you know, particularly and yeah. friends as well. I think if you can, and it doesn't have to be Arsenal, you know, it could be just going up <laughs> to the local club on a Sunday afternoon or Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and watching the real amateurs play um, we, we're running out of time really really unfortunately because I could talk all day to be quite honest with you I want to just end with one put you on the spot with one question for International Men's Day is there a man who has had a big influence and impact on your life from an inspirational point of view like maybe it's a colleague that you've worked with previously maybe it's family it could be anyone but who is that man for you?
0: I would say my brother. So and he doesn't know it, and I've never told him. Um, but he's always there for me, and he's always he's probably taught me more than I've ever learned off anybody else in life um, on how to yeah. do things wrong, how to do things right, and uh, he's a good role model, good brother, good dad. Um, I look up to him a lot.
1: Ah, oh, that's what a great way to end. Um, Graham, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I've loved yes, chatting. I'm sure maybe we'll meet one day in Legoland in California. Thanks to Graham and also to you guys for listening to another episode of this special series celebrating International Men's Day. Don't forget, if you enjoyed what you heard, make sure you listen to the other two. You might have already done that by now. But also, don't forget, Daznet has plenty of other podcasts that you can go and listen to if you would like. Until next time, goodbye.